This is a warning. This podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks, guys. Bye. This is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal podcast. I'm here with Eric, Jesse, and our dad, Papa Paranormal. Say hi, guys. <laughs> what's going on? Hi guys. Hey, how's it going? And, and what's with this ASMR voice? What are you talking about? <clears throat> hi, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. My throat felt kind of like... <laughs> Do, should we record this again? No, no, no you're no, fine. No. Okay, you're fine. I don't know if you were venturing into new territory. <laughs> I didn't realize my voice changed. Sorry. Um, Wrong podcast. Anyways, um, we are here for episode 89. We're going to be talking about horror movies that uh, scared the shit out of us when yeah. we were kids. Traumatized me. Oh, gosh. Traumatized. That's that's what I'm going <clears throat> with. <laughs> Borderline pissed myself. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Still, uh, traumatized to the point where, like, I still have an unnerving feeling around my uh, my things. Okay. So yeah, yeah. but not like like two girls in a cup, right? Nothing oh. like what? that. No, no. Okay. That's that's just <laughs> that was unnerving, and then it turned into something weird. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that just turned into a kink or something. Ew. <laughs> um. Anywho's. Oh, um. <laughs> anywho's. Uh. So. Just to get our usual stuff out of the way, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are heard. You can send in your stories to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com, and you can follow us on the socials. Both of those are Let's Chat Paranormal for Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I guess a couple of things that we can talk about. Uh, we got sick. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we all got the Rona. <laughs> Sorry, guys. For the past yeah. two weeks, it, oh we God. have been radio silent. It's because we got sick. Or, yeah. well, Jesse technically didn't get sick. No, I my immune system was very, very well yeah. fighting everything back. But, uh, I mean, I got a little bit was negative. But, you know, that, that, <laughs> that Mexican DNA was really working over time, you know. <laughs> well, anywho's, uh, yeah. So, I'm sorry about for us not being able to upload for two weeks um but we're okay though yeah. we are okay and thank and, you uh, to uh jose with finding the paranormal for actually like following up with us uh to see if we were okay <laughs> since we <laughs> wow, didn't really yeah no shit. Wow, cool. thank you very yeah. much yeah. yeah so uh and also shout out to him he's got some pretty good uh paranormal investigations coming up with sarah the haunted doll so definitely check out his instagram yeah. so you can follow along with his adventures that he's going through um the most professional he he's so much more professional than we are <laughs> um, i like that laugh too now yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. like dad said i'm gonna get all your laughs oh together man. <laughs> i didn't realize that was a thing if it was us we'd be like, what kind of fucking tacos do you like <laughs> Anyways, um, do you like the san mary strip yes or no <laughs> <laughs> anyways chicken and pickle yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, also, uh, I guess we could just like touch base on some of the the things 
some of the events that we did do um paranormal fest i feel was like very successful thank you for everybody that stopped by our table if you uh talked to us there we got a lot of interest in the podcast a lot of people bought artwork and stickers and paintings so thank you for supporting us um and then jesse was able to do monster con for me um i don't know how that went because i wasn't there are you sure that wasn't for another woman? <laughs> it, it, went, yeah. it went amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it went amazing. You know, I, uh, I wore a mustache. <laughs> to, <laughs> as I'm, uh, <laughs> Is that where you guys uh, tried that new, like, kissing booth, but it was uh, sucking the Selma toe? Yeah. Ooh, was, uh, and I had to pay a, a dollar. A, yeah. It was a toe booth. Yeah. It was a toe booth. <laughs> you want to know something that's funny, though? You're talking about Selma Hayek. Um, so Jesse got the VHS for it, <clears throat> and I was all like, is that Tom Savini? And I was like, what's his name? And it's Sex Machine. Yeah. And so I was good, about to Google Sex Machine. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so I was like, let me just IMDB from Dust Till Dawn. Ah, <laughs> uh, they you almost, almost got her. Walked, yeah. Yeah. Got her yeah. <laughs> walked into your own trap. Yeah. Amazon like, would have been like, load her up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been on another list. For real. Another list. <laughs> Everything in her feed would have been even, buzzing. <laughs> even her phone would have asked, like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anywho's, and then we did uh, the Burton Ball, which was fun. Uh, so thank you guys for everybody that stopped by and bought something. We did get a couple of people that were interested in the podcast. Um, there were there was somebody that gave us a really, really good story about a gummy worm. And I really hope that... What the hell? Yeah, I'll tell you off air. I want him to send it in because like it was really good. Oh, my God. Um, I'm yeah. excited for this. Fun fact, I didn't know that... I only knew that the, the actor as... Uh, Aaron from Eastbound and Down uh, until they told me he was like one of the Oompas or the Oompa. No, he is the, the Oompa. Oompa. And I was like, what? I was like, no, he's like Aaron from Eastbound and Down. He cusses and and I saw him and I was like, oh shit. I was like, I totally won. Just wanted to cuss at me. <laughs> Anywho's. Well, I, I still want to say like, I, I feel very privileged right now mm-hmm. because of these these nice decorations on the wall. You know, yeah. oh, the, I, I feel like I am royalty right now. The Yu-Gi-Oh yes, cards. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, that pretty much shows. Uh, In our haunted house, we have Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah. as decorations. To display, yeah. That's, um, uh, <laughs> what, what, what card is that? Is that like the equivalent of a holographic Charizard or something? I mean, you can you clearly have eyes. You see that they're holographic. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know anything about these cards. Are they special cards? Why There's, are they? Well, that, that that's why they would be in frame. Well, I don't know. I could put it's a little... It's the Blue-Eyes White Dragon. You should know, what know that this. Means. I, I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh! But anyways. <laughs> and it shows. <sighs> Anywho's. Um... Whoa! <laughs> the tornado. <laughs> anyways. First year. <laughs> it's not a... She's not educated like some of us. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and a bit more uh, on a personal note, uh, we just wanted to say happy heavenly birthday to our aunt Nene or Irene. Uh, she, We've talked about her on our podcast before, um, and today happens to be her birthday. So, of course, we miss her a lot and everything. And Paul and Alyssa were on the podcast in one of like the very first early, early days. Yeah. Like before, I think Eric was involved, so it yeah. was it wasn't that great of quality. But 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that great a quality, but it was better content. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's. Um, okay. It was serious. There weren't no toe-sucking witches oh, and toe-sucking that men. You know, that you know. I was edited back then, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was the lone the lone gunman getting edited the fuck out of stuff. <laughs> the hell he's going to say that? <laughs> Anyways, okay, um, is there anything else we would like to bring up before we uh, go into our segment? Oh, man, I wish, Spooky we updates. I wish my wife would say that. <laughs> <laughs> spooky updates? I do have, I, actually, I forgot a spooky updates. Man, it's been so long, I already forgot about spooky updates. <laughs> it's <been> two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's been jam-packed. Um, but I, a whole new life for her. <laughs> I do have a spooky update. How about y'all? I um, don't. I, I know Jesse does. When you were at the Black Swan with Mijo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, was actually yeah. a really cool one. Yeah, yeah, for reals on that one. I forgot about that. Share Do you want to go first? Oh, or? yeah, mine's a, a short little one. Um, <laughs> I'll never say that. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, any. <laughs> oh, I was <laughs> Anyways, too late for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the other day, like within these past two weeks, um, it, you guys are very aware that Jesse burns incense all the time here at the house. Um, but it was one of the days that he wasn't, and we were in the, was it in the back room? That when I was just like, are you burning incense? Like, all of a sudden, like, I just smelled incense, like, heavily. Like, it's a very specific smell, and I was just like, I feel like I'm in Papa Jim's right now <laughs> because of the smell, and I was just... Like, you didn't smell it, I think, right? Nah, I was like, I don't know what you Very, very popular botanica here in the south oh, side. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Papa Jim's, so. People that uh, are from San Antonio will most likely know, but. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> one of my high school friends now, uh, she's basically just running it. Mm. No, no shit. Oh, cool. Badass, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, but that was it. I was just like, that's such a strange, uh, specific smell to just start smelling out of nowhere. Um <laughs> Like usually, or well, I should say Jesse burns a different kind of incense compared to what they burn there at Papa Jim's. Like I just associate it with there and I just started smelling it. I was like, huh, okay, that's weird. Skunkweed. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do drugs in this house. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yet. Gummies. (laughs) Gummies on the other hand. (laughs) Anyways. um, Okay. uh, Eric or dad, do y'all have any spooky updates? Actually, I don't. I don't, no. Okay, so Jesus, tell us about these uh, spooky updates. (laughs) Well, uh, it's mainly your son. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had nothing to do with this. Um, We were doing the Paranormal Fest, and uh, he was getting a little antsy in his pantsy, so um, he asked to walk around. It was already uh, way past, what, like eight? Mm -hmm. Something like that. They were still running their... uh, their uh, what is it like q a for the guests and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh you know i just assume he was going to want to go to like where the food trucks and all the bright lights are at well as we're walking he goes hey uh we gotta go this way my friends my friend's there and i was like well, what the boy <laughs> so i'm like okay so sure enough he points to the actual freaking house and i was like oh, okay i was like well it's uphill but he's like no no my friend's waiting for me we gotta go hurry and like he literally leads me all the way in there we start going into it you know searching places and he's like "Uh, no he's not in here we go into a room he's like i think he's in here and when we go into the bedroom he literally goes in looks around like 
Like, he goes in by himself. It's pitch dark in there. There's a lady, like, trying to record stuff. And she's looking at us like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, my friend, he's in. Oh, he's not in here. He left already. And, like, he started going. Like, he was going like he knew the place. I didn't know it. I was, like, my second time in there. And I was like, where are you going? He's like, quick, quick, over here. My friend, people are taking uh, selfies in that mirror area. So he peeks into the mirror, like not full-fledged. He kind of just goes around and goes, no, he's not in there either. <laughs> and he just starts, keeps walking around. The girls are like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Oh, shit. And like, okay. we're going to hurry, hurry, my friend. He's up here. And he <laughs> leads me right to the stairs, which is like the closed-off area. And he's like, we have to go up there. My friend is up there. And I was like, no, no, we're not going anywhere. We got to go. He's like, okay. He's like, well, we'll come back, you know, later or whatever. So again, we're walking by. We're doing another round. And he goes, we have to get the skeleton. And I was like, what skeleton? He's uh, up there. He's on uh, my friend has a skeleton <laughs> for me. It has to go home with us. And I was like, fucking is. Nobody up there. And sure enough, like the whole second floor was dark except for that one room that he was playing at had a light on. What the fuck? And he's like, my friend is up there. And I was like, he you took your friend to stay there. <laughs> and he is just going off about that. And uh, so. He was like, hey, I, I have to pee at one point. And I was like, oh, great. And I was like, where are the restrooms? Because all I've been going through is like the porta potties. And uh, she's like, no, there's actually a, a actual restroom in uh, what area did you say? I think it was like the milk barn. Yeah. So we go over there. There's actual like restrooms. We go in there, you know, wash our hands, do all the stuff. And there's like a little back door that leads into like pitch darkness. And I'm thinking like. Okay, I'm just going to wash my hands real quick. I have the door open with my foot. I'm looking at him. And uh, he bolts into the darkness. <laughs> His boat starts running. Like, uh, I would have been sorry, dude. You're like there on your own. Like the the freaking guy from uh, Get Out that he's running in the dark. <laughs> just like that. And I was like, what are you doing? He turns on his lightsaber and just starts swinging it around. He's on fighting ghosts. What? The and he's doing like the whole Jedi thing where like he throws it up in the air. And he legitimately put his hand behind his back. Like it was going to literally like land. land on his hand. <laughs> But it, of course, it lands right over there, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Well. <laughs> I'm not there yet, <laughs> and uh, I'm like freaking out because he's like a good, know, like, twelve feet away from me, and he's just swinging. So I turn on the flashlight, and I'm like looking around, and people are like, "Hey, we're doing like investigations over here." You know, they got the dowsing rods and all that yeah. shit. Oh, shit, okay. And I'm like, meanwhile, my son's like over there, like having like this lightsaber <laughs> fight with god knows what goes through out there they're all hey kid watch it <laughs> and uh i took a couple of videos of it it's fucking hilarious and i was like hey we gotta get out of here man so <laughs> on our way back there's a, a demonologist i forgot the guy's name that was like uh doing like a greeting me or whatever and we're back on the the strip of people and i i go hey and he, you got to turn off your lightsaber and chill out. You know, there's people. And he, like, powers it down and he starts walking with it. <laughs> and uh, he, this guy just, I don't know, or sees him, gets a big smile and goes, hey, um, is he a Jedi or a Sith? And I go, I, he's a Sith, buddy. And he's like, all right, man. He's like, use that force. And, like, that was, like, enough for him to be like, oh, you want to see? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he turns it on and just fucking starts swinging at everyone. He's like, whoa. <laughs> and, uh, like, there's, of course, all these ladies around. And I was like, hey, hey we don't like 
fucking saber fight for ladies and the girls are like oh shit and Nikki powers it down and looks around he's like okay well <laughs> didn't mean to startle you ladies <laughs> save some ass for us <laughs> and the guy's like sorry yeah, Kyle and he's like sorry I didn't mean to roll him up like that it doesn't take much <laughs> but yeah that was uh that was the gist of the spooky update <laughs> you tell that was like the black swan right yeah the black swan name you know, and that's funny because uh, Logan had the nosebleed after going into the, fuck, what's the room? Psychomantium. The psychomantium. That's yeah. where I was trying to take Sal. I was like, come on, let's go see if your nose bleeds. <laughs> well, we were, if it helps, we were literally everywhere in the bottom floor except for the top floor. Like multiple times where he's like, come on, my friend, we got to get my friend. And I was like, your friend is You need to take him back, man. You need to take him back and record. Without the lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because I was like, he's going to fucking ah, just knock over like a priceless heirloom. And I'm like, oh, shit, let's fucking cheese it out of here. We were never here. The adventures of Jesse and Sal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I like it. I love it. All right. Um, okay. I don't think there's anything else that we can bring up. Oh, well, I guess so. Um, we have an event that's coming up that we're going to be a part of. It's uh, one of the Kings of Horrors. Uh, it's the Kings Meets Qu- and Queens Horror Show. And there's going to be a, a whole lineup of celebrities. Um, let me pull it up real quick. So yeah, there's like eight. That's they, what he said. They, they announced... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> They announced more guests, or one more guest. Uh, there's Danielle Harris, who's part of the new Halloween franchise. Scout Taylor Compton, Deborah Foreman, who I believe is the Valley Girl, right? Yeah. Um, Hannah. She lives in San Antonio now. Too. Oh wow. Um, Hannah Fearman, who's the girl from VHS, the one that gets her face split in the beginning. Um, Deborah. Oh my God. What? That's one of my honorable mentions. Oh well. The I like you. Yeah, she's she's gonna oh, be here. Oh God, I hate her. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Deborah Voorhees. Um, she was part of the Jason franchise. Uh, Jim Winburn. I guess he was. He's from Halloween. The thing. Uh, Michael. And, and she's supposed to be a succubus, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Bailey Smith, who's part of the original The Hills Have Eyes, and it looks. I can't tell what that one is. And just a bunch of horror people. I'm just uh, Warrington Jellet, AJ Stone, and then Michael Hargrove, who was part of the new Candyman movie. So I'm probably going to want to meet him. So yeah, that's going to be happening October 15th and 16th at uh, Wonderland America's Mall here in San Antonio. Um, yeah, so <laughs> if you would like to uh, stop by in that show, it's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of vendors. And of course, there's going to be all those actors. And uh, where, gonna- where was that one again? or wonderland of america oh yeah great i love i love their events yeah they're they have great parking and it's very maybe spacious maybe eric there. will sit down with us on this one maybe who knows um oh wait you know what that's the day after my ethos wedding though so uh we'll see how that goes the 15th yeah um but anywho's yeah that is their brother's wedding by the way yeah. just so you <laughs> my, context yeah um, but anywho's that's um, about it. I'm um, sure he appreciates your pet name. Podcast. Anywho's, but yeah, we can uh, get started on our segment. All right.
You know what? We didn't discuss who was going to go first. Yeah, I was about to say, you guys are really <laughs> confident about this transition, but uh, no no order was ever discussed. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Wait, wait, wait. Before, you can't just say first and then let, let... After you're done, we still have to decide. Y'all can rock, paper, scissors it. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I don't... I'll I don't go next. Care. I don't care. I'll go after you. There you go. Okay. Okay, first, and then... I'll go second or last. Okay, cool. So yeah, you're last, Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Perfect. so um, the movie I'm going to be talking about is the original Candyman that, from 1992. That traumatized you? Oh, do you? Oh, let me just go. <laughs> oh, God. She had to take a second. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering if I need to, like, reverse engineer the audio for, did you understand the assignment? Yes, I did. <laughs> that traumatized you? Yes. Did it really? I thought you fucking admired. Well, I love Candyman. Oh, okay. But yeah. because it scared me so bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was Embrace a little confused. Embrace your fears. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, a lot of listeners are like, it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> so, the original Candyman from 1992, starring Tony Todd, who's just amazing actor. But um, I just want to say, back then, of course, you dad did not show this to me yeah. um this was actually i saw it here in this house and it was mother uh my you know our grandma that was watching it and i snuck into the house or into her room and i sat down where she could not see me and i watched it and it scared the fuck out of me nice yeah and so um i guess at some point eric watched it too and so when we were younger, this restroom had that weird platform. Uh, do you remember? Like that was just normal restrooms, how they looked back then. Like, <laughs> so you're, you're thinking back then. So when you saw it, that was the normal. That's why a lot it of people were like. It was not normal. It was like this weird color. It was made of wood, I think, like in the restroom. And I just remember we were brushing our teeth. We would be brushing our teeth. And Eric would just start yelling, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. And like, and like Bloody I, Mary. Yeah. And I would just start like flipping out and like scream and like run you out of the restroom. <laughs> yeah. Like with like in the middle of brushing my teeth. So uh, that but Eric... jokes on you, he wouldn't say Candy Man. He would say Candy Man. <laughs> <laughs> a very a pimp would show up yeah. and slap me. <laughs> a very uh, a very good uh, what is it loophole? He's like oh, he just keeps enunciating it wrong. <laughs> well, anywho's um, so man. you definitely added to the yes. the terror that I felt when I was younger. <clears throat> Um, and I, I think even Mayo back then may have been scared of it, but like Candy Mang, <laughs> not as bad as I was. What, you were you like at four, four or five, somewhere around I there don't, when you saw I it. I don't remember, <clears throat> to be honest. I just remember the I scene. I just remember the trauma. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, it was like the scene that I remember the most is like when they're in the office of the psychiatrist and he's like ripped in half, basically. Um, but when she's like strapped down and Candyman rips the doctor in half, basically. To anybody that hasn't seen it, they're like, this sounds very kinky. Like, what? Yeah. what do you mean, ripper in half? Who's tied down? Anyways. This man's ripping people so, in half. You, you know, you know uh, the, the one part that I do remember from the film that was a little darker for, I guess, my young mind to really comprehend and wrap my head around is when the little boy is telling the girl the story about the little boy oh. and he talks about like, 
cutting his genitals off and yeah. he's like better off dead yeah Mm-hmm. That was a little too dark for my mind to comprehend at the time, you know, yeah. being a child. So yeah, that was that was dark for me. Yeah, and uh, that that kind of stuck in my head. That's that well, obviously because I'm mentioning it yeah. now. Well, um, so just a bit of background for those that have not watched the original 1992 Candyman. Of course, like I mentioned, it starred Tony Todd. Um, the original like story was based off of a uh, what is it clive barker's short story called the forbidden and i believe clive barker's the hellraiser guy yes right? which yes, the new clive show ba- is yeah, coming clive barker out does a, mm. a bunch of amazing stuff Woo. what uh resonated with me was when i saw it was i was in like the ghetto areas of laredo like it was what they had so in my mind whenever i saw a horror movie i was like oh these are suburbs like these are this is what happens to people when they're like. <laughs> so in my mind, I was like, "Yeah, no, no boogeyman's come to the hood." <laughs> and then gosh. fucking Candyman came out, and I was all like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was all, "God damn it!" Three <laughs> <laughs> projects. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, even out here." <laughs> well, uh, the original Clive Barker story uh, it revolved around uh, it. It's based on the British class system in Liverpool, um, but when the director Bernard Rose got a hold of it, uh, they agreed to let it be more about a story about like the racist or racism here in oh yeah uh, yeah yeah in the United States. In the States. Yeah, and so they based it in Chicago. Um, in a housing project called the Cabrini Green, which was a real location. And when I was actually like watching videos and reading the comments, uh, there was somebody that said that they were there when I guess Cabrini Green was still standing and when they were still filming it and that they technically had to have like armed guards with them whenever they went into this yeah, building. Man. Talking about Chirac in the in the the, the worst <laughs> area the worst time of, of Chicago. But um basically they were saying like the way that they portray Cabrini Green in the movie, which is very uh like run by gangs and very dangerous that it's inner a, city. Yeah that, that it inner was city. that it was pretty um accurate. accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was very interesting. Um, and the plot basically, it's just about a, a, I guess she's like a college student and she's working on uh, a thesis and it's about urban legends and uh, she hears about Candyman and she wants to learn more about it and she starts asking around and she hears that Candyman is in Cabrini Green and so that's when her and another student go to Cabrini Green and they encounter another person that tells them about Ruthie who was one of the victims and from there that's when all of the madness begins because uh, they end up learning about saying Candyman, what is it, three or four no, times? No, it's actually a Bloody Mary. No, I thought it was the Candyman that they that you need to say in the mirror. Oh, yeah, it was, it, was the, it was the Candyman for that specific movie. Yeah, um, like they literally have an opening scene with the babysitter and the... Yeah, yeah, uh, where the, the guy of the cliche guy that gets invited over... Mm-hmm. Which is babysitting. Yeah, but um, anywho, so uh, the main characters, uh, they say Candyman four times in the mirror, and that's when uh, only one student says Candyman, and that's what, or 
the fifth Candyman, and that's what makes the whole movie start. And basically, uh, Tony Todd's Candyman is basically stalking them and <laughs> murdering them. Uh, there's a whole storyline about stealing a child, and um, it's very gory. Uh, and let's let's not kid ourselves. It's a bit romanticized. Oh, it's very romanticized. Um, part of the whole thing with Candyman was uh, his origin story is that he was... Uh, a painter in the time of when people were enslaved and uh, he was hired to paint a person's daughter and they fell in love and of course this was biracial so yeah this uh this woman's dad found out and they ended up chasing him down and cutting off his hand and putting a hook on there and covering his body with bees honey and letting the bees kill him. You know, Nicolas Cage has ruined bees for me. <laughs> he has ruined bees I, for I me. I was wondering if I was going to have to bring that up <laughs> or if one of you guys would do it, but yes. Um, but, <laughs> so, uh, fun fact though, uh, so Tony Todd, he really wanted to be in this movie, but like they were saying how... Um, that it was going to be dangerous because of the B aspect. And so what he did was that he negotiated in his contract that for every B sting he got, he would get $1,000. And so in total, he got 23 B stings. <laughs> Darn you. Yeah, so he got a good payout for that. Um, there's like some very iconic scenes with the bees in his mouth and whatnot. Yeah. Um, he did have a specially... Uh, fitted like mouth guard for that scene and it's just really uh commitment to the part yeah well, that's what i love about old school movies there was no cgi so you had a, oh yeah not oh, up or yeah. shut up if yeah you and, a good and, and you know it's a lot of those classic moments like I, I think i mentioned it in the previous episode like some of those classic moments that just make these films like legendary yeah. mm-hmm. like the scene in in hellraiser where she uh she backs up into a wall and all the roaches fall out onto oh, her and those stuff. Are, yeah. Those real are real roaches. And she is like in sheer terror. Because Even though she knows it's coming, she's in sheer terror <laughs> with these roaches just crawling all over her. And it just makes for so much of a great yeah. scene. I mean, of course, putting yourself in physical danger is the best motivator, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, also, another uh, fun fact about these bees that I'm just going to throw in there is the people that did... Like, I guess the bee handlers, uh, they were also the same people that did the bee handling for the classic movie My Girl. Oh, oh shit. Okay. The one that killed Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. I've never it's seen awesome. it. Awesome. How do you, yeah. uh, do you think those bee handlers know all their names? <laughs> <laughs> they must have them in alphabetical order. <laughs> I love watching beekeeping videos on TikTok. I absolutely would love to try beekeeping. Oh, God, no. <laughs> 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 but there, anywho's there, there was one time when we lived here in this house and there was <gasps> a big beehive on the big side of the house that's that, right you know? mm-hmm. and what do i do go poke it <laughs> no i literally was looking into buying a bee suit for all of like the the nests that go under <laughs> those are those, those are yellow jackets yeah, now yeah, yeah. Yeah. well and still, there's only like six to each nest but my no, sister's no. going out there that like was, fucking, no, it was a it was a pretty big one like yeah. marty mcfly it was scary <laughs> I literally was all like, $50 bee suit, not bad. (laughs) Well, she was looking for one for herself in a smaller child's version. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, I'm not going to talk more about Candyman, uh, but I think that for whoever hasn't watched it, they definitely should. I think it's, it's considered a classic. It's 
it it barely has any jump scares. It's much more of a a mood type of horror. Oh yeah, and oh, um, yeah. it it's really just amazing. And it, it really is. I I, I think you kind of underplayed the. Uh, you, you say it's gory and stuff, but it is very. Uh, Classy, I guess is the way. Yeah. It's, very it's very artsy. Well, not artsy. I guess it, it's very subtle. It's it's not like the traditional horror that we're getting nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, the the piano uh, tune that they created uh, for yeah. this ambiance. Yeah. It yes. it's just perfection. I mean, it, it literally is. It, it uh, it's like any Clive Barker. If if we got listeners out there who have never followed Clive Barker's. Uh, career, oh, God, it's it's gorgeous. Nightbreed, Nightbreed. Oh, I love Nightbreed. Oh my God, I don't care, man. Is that I'd... the one with the dancing girl that scared the fuck? The out porcupine of me? lady. I don't know. No, I would it's, jump into the porcupine if... lady. I don't give a fuck. I tried showing to <laughs> showing Nightbreed to you. It's actually someone was someone was cosplaying as the killer at um um Birkenbach? No, at Rolling Oaks. Oh, and he was an amazing job. He had the mask. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, with the like kind of almost reflective eyes, yeah. the suit with the tie, and he was just right. walking around nonchalantly, and like it was fitted to his body. You know, I personally, I would rather see the the big guy with the tentacles in his stomach with all the piercings and stuff. But Woo! but he Boy, was that was why he was, one of, he was one of the good guys though. Oh yeah, I know, but he just looked weird. That's all. But yeah, I mean, going back to Clive Barker's career, like he he's a very subtle player. He lets the ambiance, the atmosphere, all build up before actually showing. And even at that, it's it's more about visuals rather than like the jump scare, yeah. right? Like he like Pinhead's first appearance isn't this whole fucking crazy jump scare. It's this nice subtle like oh what delights we and have they for accentuated you. him so like it was, yes yeah, it's oh not god a... I am so ready for this new Pinhead. I am very excited to see what this female actor does for Pinhead. But okay, yeah, that's gonna honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable mentions. Um, not for or well, The Exorcist uh, is definitely probably still the scariest movie of all time I've ever seen. To the point where like I've tried watching it again as an adult, and I just I can't. Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock you on that, right? Uh, Obviously, right? It's 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 what scares you, but uh, I find. I find The Exorcist being a little more shocking than it is scary. Well, I think it was right at the time. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. at the time. Right yeah. in that uh, satanic panic. Oh, yeah, you... absolutely. Mm. But like going back now, uh, like seeing if it holds up, because I've watched it a few times. I'll watch it every Halloween, like once or twice. Uh, I find it a little more shocking mm. rather than, you know, like being truly terrified. More taboo type shocking, you know, mm. like. I think that was the whole point of it, especially back then, like you said, in the 70s. Uh-huh. And you know, talking about Satan, Satanic, and everything. Well, yeah, I mean, remember, well, they I'm, used to I'm crucify talking. Kiss, you know, oh, yeah. you know yeah. and, and, you know, playing records backwards. Bunch and of stuff Jew- like this. Bunch so, of Jewish kids with makeup. Well, so, yeah. so, We're so really I, a menace I guess, <laughs> So I guess w- without being too... Uh, What's the word that I'm looking for? Like being uh, disgusting or whatever, right? Like the whole... Uh, fuck me, fuck me, and then, you know, stabbing herself in the mm-hmm. crotch yeah, with yeah. a crucifix. Well, Not very scary. It's just more shocking. It's well, more I, taboo, you I know, mean, so... It took really close accounts of what actual... The, right, basically, right. The, the the defilement of whatever host... Yeah, the sacrament. That they're stuff, yeah. holding. So, you know, they, I think it was on point. I mean, it's it's on point. I, I like the fact that it's it went there, so it's going to be, like, forever... 
jot it as like yeah this yeah. is one of the, like because there's been other exorcism movies and i think they rely more on uh the cgi and like the 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 body deformations when uh the exorcist you know took the vulgarity where like it's audio mm-hmm. i think it's a little bit uh, well both audio and visual towards where like these newer movies they kind of rely more on visual they don't really say the stuff that you know yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah. well i want to mention my other honorable mention that it better as be the adult, movie i'm thinking i don't know um but it was in 2018 it's hereditary i ah, know mirrors Ari. what about mirrors oh see that's one of my honorable <laughs> mentions but i'm gonna i'm gonna get into it i that's went one to of the mine. theater with her and she had to change her underwear <laughs> twice <laughs> <laughs> let me talk about let me talk about hereditary real okay quick. yeah yeah go ahead um it i feel like hereditary is a very polarizing film because you either love it or hate it and clearly i love it because it scared the fuck out of me um it just if you like a slow burn type of uh horror movie it's got very few jump scares and it's uh very quiet and just more of a moody horror film i think you will like it it's got a lot about um, possession, demons, and a lot of death. And uh, yeah, it's got very occult uh, themes through it. But then, of course, since Jesse mentioned mirrors, um, he's talking about when we watched it in theaters, like within the first 10 minutes, the opening scene, like the, something happened, and I don't even remember what it was, but I just remember like trying not to cry and being like I want to go and like he thought I was joking so we sat through the whole thing I was like oh, you better fucking buckle up for Keith Sutherland's ass cause you're gonna sit here all the time but, about popcorn about soda we're uh, staying yeah. the hole has been drilled in the popcorn yeah. no one's going anywhere yeah so anyways that I pee peed my bear <laughs> she I'm, didn't get that reference at all what the no. hole in the popcorn there you go. Whoa. See oh, when. Anyways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All Almost right. knocked over my beard. All right, Dad. Shit. You're next. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. My honorable ben- uh, honorable mentions are uh, Event Horizon. Yes. I actually saw that one uh, when I was in my 30s. And I had a buddy at work that had mentioned it. Hey, have you ever watched this movie? Yes. Uh, uh, never did. You know, and he was telling me, oh, man, it's fucked up. And the guy that told me that it freaked him out. He was one of these, uh, he was older than me. He was kind of uh, my mentor at HB. You know, his name was Rudy. And uh, uh, he was a big old tough guy, right? Marine, big old tough dude. And he told me that freaked him out. And I was like, oh shit, man. They, so, you, know, you remember you, Rudy? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But Rudy. did you know there is an uncut version with uh, the sadist orgy? There's two oh, scenes. The one that, there's two scenes that uh, got cut out because they were way too much for people that uh, are now included, like in in the extended cut. Oh no, that I didn't even know Fucking that. crazy. I, I oh, it's man. when they did the the test showings, right? That people yeah. were like, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, even God. I mean, even even the 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 version now that was showed in the theater. Oh yeah, man, that was Sam Neill was just yeah. so fucking great. Yeah, that really freaked me out. And I was like, holy shit. And like I said, I saw that when I was in my 30s. And I was like, holy shit, that scared me. That was actually, that one freaked me out. I got to admit that. You know, it's kind of hard for me to watch now because there are certain actors who have like embodied a whole different character. So now when I watch it, I'm just like, Morpheus, fucking kick his ass. Just do it, Morpheus. 
but yeah, I don't think Event I've Horizon. ever. I don't think I've ever seen Event Horizon. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Very guess nice. what you're getting for Christmas? <laughs> She's not gonna watch it. I'm telling you, <laughs> <this>. <laughs> I, I have these movies and I sit down with her, and then I, I wish I could just put her phone in like a, a block of ice because. <laughs> It'll go straight, and I'll be like, oh, great. Or, well, whenever I do have time to watch something, I'm like, yeah, great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> you go safe. You yeah. go safe. All right, and then uh, uh, another honorable mention is Insidious. Mm-hmm. And that one freaked me out because, uh, you know, in most movies, what was really creepy about this one was, and, and that's what it was more, was, was creepy, was the part where... You know, in most movies, everything happens in the dark, mm-hmm. right? It's like you wait for daylight. Once daylight appears in the movies, everything is safe. And you're trying to prepare for the evening, right? Once yeah, night yeah. falls, that's when all shit happens, all hell breaks loose. But in Insidious, that's when that little kid, the ghost kid, was running around the house. <laughs> and shit yeah. was happening uh, happening during the daytime. Oh, and tiny I was Tim. like, holy fuck, there's no safe zone. There's no safe time, you know? And that actually messed me up, just the fact that it was actually happening during the day, you know. And I was like, oh, man. And, yeah, that one kind of fucked me up. I know that's a pussy call, but still. Or no, I, no. I, no, 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 yeah. Um, James Wan is, like, the director of that. And, like, I feel like he kind of, like, started this new era of horror because he's the one that did The Conjuring, Insidious, Saw, and um, somehow Aquaman. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and malignant. That, but was, that was just probably the scariest he, one. Yeah, oh. he has to make money too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he. Uh, I feel like he kind of is the one that started all this newer stuff. And yeah, we gotta appreciate Tiny Tim there. Yeah, they really put oh, him on the map. Yeah, they really put him on the map. Oh yeah, such an awesome song. <laughs> all right, but so this is kind of weird. So the movie that traumatized me the most right Uh, it's not even a movie it's part of a a trilogy it was actually back in the 70s it was called a trilogy of horror and actually came out on tv and uh, it was actually just one of the one of the stories which is just 15 minutes you could actually go and youtube it and and you could youtube uh, youtube trilogy of horrors amelia and it was the third story and I and so basically the synopsis is oh hold on here I actually had it here so the last time you guys were going to talk about this um I wasn't going to be able to make it oh yeah yeah yeah. so anyway so I'm just going to read a bit and it's uh uh it's called the the story is called Amelia and she lives alone in a high-rise apartment building she, retor- she returned home after a fateful shopping spree carrying a package containing a wooden fetish doll. Crafted in the form of a misshapen aboriginal warrior equipped with a pointy sharp teeth and a spear, a scroll comes with the doll claiming that the doll contains the actual spirit of a Zuni hunter named He Who Kills and that the gold chain adorning the doll keeps the spirit trapped within. As Amelia makes a call to her mother, we learn that she suffers... She suffers from her mother's overbearing behavior. Amelia struggles to justify her independence and cancels their plans for the evening, but claiming she has a date as Amelia leaves the room, we see that Zuni fetish doll's golden chain has somehow fallen off. All right. So by doing that, it releases the spirit or, you know, into the doll. And if you guys ever get a chance to, to look up the doll, 
you know, the doll is maybe about 10 to 12 inches tall, right? And it looks like a little headhunter, sharp, sharp teeth, right? And the doll just throws away his little spear. Don't eat the spear and gets a butcher knife. <laughs> and this doll is basically chasing this the, the, this girl through the whole apartment, you know, during these whole 15 seconds. So oh, let me... Oh, I recognize this. Yeah, Sorry. okay. So I'm going to read the, the email. Since I wrote it, I'm going to read the email I sent you guys. <laughs> all right. So that'll make it easier for me. All right. Hi, guys. It's me, Dad. Sorry I couldn't be there tonight. Mom and I have tickets to go watch comedian Steve Trevino at the Tobin Center. I would, ha I would have loved to be there for this episode. I have a movie that traumatized my generation more than Snoopy Come Home. That made us <laughs> cry like little bitches. Anywho, my movie is Trilogy of Terror. Holy fuck that that mess, mess with us. I was maybe nine when the movie was released. And, that, uh, and that's what was messed up. It was released on TV. Everyone was exposed. The movie actually has three short stories. But the one that entered our nightmares and scarred us was the third segment. It was called Amelia. Stupid name. Should have been called Fuck You Up. <laughs> Anywho, I'm attaching the synopsis of the movie in the email. Please read it. I'll wait. Okay. So this little demon headhunter that wouldn't die was probably the first jump scare movie I ever watched. Or at least it was the one that imprinted the most fear at the time. My mom watched it with me and she was laughing on how scared I was. But like a good, hot, spicy chip, I couldn't stop. Took me forever to sleep. Kept on waking up, finding reasons to get out of bed. Needed water, needed a pee. I did my dad's taxes and clipped his toenails. Anything to stay awake. We talked about it in class the next day. In recess, we were chasing the girls with sticks and pretending to be the hand hunter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That was my nightmare for a couple of weeks. Didn't even want to watch it again, but I did. When renting movies became a thing, I saw it for rent. I was older now, less vulnerable, wiser. I said to myself, fuck it. I was a kid. It's probably stupid now. I'm going to, I'm going to realize how dorky it was. Nope, that motherfucker still scared me. <laughs> I was, it was well made. No CGI, just great angle shots, suspenseful music. Oh, he had a really creepy... A sound he would make when he was chasing the girl. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh, really gosh. crazy. I know you exactly guys gotta what watch you're it. About. Yeah. And uh, um, I'd like I'd like to watch it again, maybe with my grandkids and see what they think. Oh if gosh. you ever have a chance to watch it, I dare you. Then watch Snoopy come home. That will fuck you up too. Anyway, till oh next my time. God. So if you guys ever get a chance to watch, like I said, it's only 15 minutes long. You could literally YouTube it and just see that little headhunter. Okay. And that sound it makes chasing that, that that lady was actually really creepy. And remember, back then, this was, I think, even before The Exorcist. So, oh. you know, it, it, it fucked us up. You know, we talked about it, like I said, the next day in class. And, and that's how, you know, that's how we entertained ourselves. Whatever fucked us up the night before. You know, that's what we played in recess. So, now, do you remember? Um, oh, hold on, pause. Okay, you're talking about like a specific noise that it's that it made. Uh -huh. Do you remember when the ring or no, the grudge came out? And <laughs> yeah, and I went to see it with Nora. And so I called the house because dad and mom were supposed to have watched it like also that same night and they didn't and so when i just called and when they answered i was like uh, <laughs> and, like i think when i got home they're all like are you high <laughs> 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 oh 
But that's it. Yeah, I want to. I want to say that a lot of your childhood was asked through yeah, that. Yeah. Like, are you high? Are you high, uh, Jen? Are you drinking? <laughs> Yeah, I was I just, such a good kid. I just too. realized, like all the tequila bottles you have over there. I just don't like to throw away glass. It feels dangerous. Oh, it's not full. <laughs> yeah, you can recycle. I know, There's but a it big feels recycle dangerous thing. to put it back. There's I'll, a poor alcoholics there that can't have their tequila because you're holding up all oh these bottles. Over here. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so Eric, I think you're up next, right? Am I? I believe yeah. so. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. I guess I am then. Woo-hoo. So, <laughs> so uh, mine isn't going to make any sense to nobody. I'm almost certain that it's not going to make any sense to nobody. Because even at that, the movie that I meant, I'm going to mention, it's not even like the, the titular character or the, the titular character that has become synonymous with this film, right? But I do want to say before I actually get into my, uh, my film, it, 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 Thinking about this topic actually brought me back to a different time where I kind of miss it, right? Because, like, I remember times in the middle room right here, where which is now y'all's bedroom, right? Uh, I remember when, like, It, the two-part series, mm-hmm. was coming on. It was an event. Mm-hmm. Everybody would go and sit around the fucking TV and watch it. And then the next night, when it was going to come out, everyone would gather again and watch it. Like, I miss TNT and USA <laughs> showing their their horror movies like these especially around the time that we are now right like the holidays these these movies that you typically wouldn't be able to see unless you had like the vhs or dvd later on Mm -hmm. it was an event to actually see when it came on you know television so it it brought the family together for better or worse whatever you you know (laughs) however you want to kind of take that but like it brought the family around the tv to watch these these uh you know, once a year events and stuff. And I loved it. I loved it. I missed that feeling. Yeah. Uh, but mine is actually Puppet Master. I okay. don't remember. I know I've seen Puppet Master, but I don't remember it. <laughs> so it, it's Puppet Master. It's about these possessed dolls. And it's not even the the blade wielder, right? Like the blade master, I think is his name, right? The, the guy with the... The Nazi looking guy with the hat and the white face and he has the blades for hands and stuff like that. No, it wasn't that guy. It was the strong man that fucking freaked me out. It was the strong man because here was the thing, right? Like it, it was this small doll that somehow had the the more strength than like an average person right like i i it, it was just something about the notion of this toy being able to overpower and and be unstoppable to like you know your average person and stuff and that just unnerved me it scared the shit out of me and even now sometimes you know i've i've been sitting in my room either working on like the podcast or doing whatever and i'm surrounded by my own collection of figures and stuff and i'll be wondering like you know the last time i looked at that toy i don't know if it was posed in that position 
has it moved what do they do when i close the door do they start moving and i don't think of no fucking fantasy world like toy story or anything <laughs> like what if some of these things are malicious like by nature you know my my fucking uh leather face movie maniacs i mean would he be evil or is he just gonna come to life and be like oh fuck man that was a tiring day of just posing just the same had a whole, way. Uh, thing about that <laughs> so i mean if if people don't know you know uh i i got the synopsis here right assailed by nightmares visions alex whittaker and his fellow psychics descend on the bodega bay inn there they discover that their compatriot neil has apparently committed suicide but as the gruesome visions continue they sense that there's still something sinister afoot when they find themselves hunted by a band of homicidal marionettes created by twisted puppeteer andre uh Taulon, they discover that they're right right and it's just it, it it again it's just the notion of this little fucking doll being stronger than you know a person to be fucking able to kill you and cripple you and fucking break your bones and all this shit so yeah uh, I don't think you've ever seen it or was around me when I saw it because I've maybe seen it like only a few times. But I remember you having like nightmares and it actually <laughs> affected you because it used to piss me off, you know, because you were like, you were like, oh, the puppets and blah, blah, blah. The toys are, dude, why are you watching those fucking movies if you're scared? You know, I want to like, say it was because of our grandma, because I kind of remember I have a memory of watching it. In the restaurant scene, also on this TV that she used to have, like, in this corner. Right, right. And I know Mario. Mario was... Mario could barely even speak. And he saw... <laughs> he was already getting traumatized. Yeah he, yeah, he saw it. And the way they advertised it on TV, they used to say Stephen King's It. Yeah, yeah. And when Mario was little, I remember he uh, would tell me, Dad, I want to watch Thinking Shit. And I was like, <laughs> you want to watch Thinking Shit? And, and I was like, What? And he would say it over and over again. He was getting frustrated. I want to watch stinking shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I don't think he realizes that he's saying shit. And I mean, he knows that shit is a wrong, you know, a bad word, but he keeps on saying it. So he's just not saying it right. And then I had him, I had him like, okay, what are you talking about? And he would say at mother's house or grandma's house, we saw it. The clown, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Stephen King's it. Yeah, stinking shit. And I was like, oh, okay. So you guys saw all these scary movies. You just invented a new Mexican word of the day. <laughs> and that's how we would say it. I didn't know? realize that uh, Mother was so into horror. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and that's where I get my infatuation with old westerns, man. Fucking yeah, Mother, Dad, yeah. watching TNT. For all those yeah, that don't did. know... There used to be a channel on uh, cable uh, for maybe our like outside of Texas listeners. It wasn't Channel 25, but here in Texas, it was 25. It was called TNT and all day Westerns. And then at night, yeah, they would. I think I even think TNT or was it USA? They would do the Joe Bob Briggs uh, drive in. Where he would show a bunch That's of right. fucking yeah. old B class films, uh, horror films, Monster and stuff I, uh, like that. Yeah, man. I was yeah. lucky enough to get the whole uh, Lonesome Dove four part VHS series. Is that Very the nice. One where he would like 
make food and then be like, all right, we're going to sit down and... So he would do that every once in a while, but normally he'd be sitting like in a recliner and yeah. he would give you like small oh, tidbits okay. in between I about the film that. and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you don't know who Joe Bob Briggs is, then you're not a true horror fan. I'm sorry. I'm going to fucking gatekeep a little bit. That's real gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, here... Wait, was that specific to San Antonio? Mm-mm. What? No, no, no. Or was it when you they would do like the classic B films because i know it was just a it was a it was a portion of time in the in their like you know viewing yeah like uh, uh, after a certain hour they would come on yes yeah, 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 like exactly getting it for the people out there that they might don't sleep ju- yeah, yeah. Oh, or, yeah. or that yeah, want to yeah. look into it because it, it is kind of like elvira's uh it, she would show like double features oh yeah and then yeah, like yeah. from my part of it um in laredo's uh, uh dr zico and um we had a, uh, the thing where they would show the double features. It would be a luchador versus some oh, kind of horror thing. Yeah. And then it would be an actual <laughs> horror movie. Santos versus Dracula yeah. and yep. shit like that. Los yeah, Momias yeah. de Guanajuato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love those. Okay, so I want to I wanna say my honorable mentions because y'all have already named one of them. Okay. Uh, so Mirrors is one of them. But I'm not going to say inherently the whole film was fucking scary. So even still thinking about it right now, it's just like, oh, God, I fucking hate this scene. It is so well done. I would have to put it in my top 20, like, all-time greatest horror scenes. But it's the Amy, uh, Amy Smart bathroom mm. scene where she, the, the image in the mirror, starts to rip her own jaw off while she's in the fucking tub and it's not so much the the visual of the the uh, image in the mirror you know ripping her it's her the power jaw behind off. it it's the power behind it and it's the scene of her just in the bathtub freaking out like trying to hold her jaw together because she doesn't know what the fuck is going on she's panicking and her jaw is just ripping off it's that whole like uh, uh, sense mm. of like uncontrolled helplessness. The helplessness, yeah, and it's it's just like oh my god, that's so fucking terrifying to me. Like this this unseen force is ripping my fucking face off, and there's nothing I can do about it. Oh god, it's so fucking unnerving. But to that's me. all that that's your thing though. What that uncontrollable force of something that you can't yeah. stop that's yeah. just your, you know yeah. your personal fear yeah <laughs> and then uh my second one which probably isn't gonna make sense to anybody little uh, nikki <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh adam sandler's whole voice in that is just unforgivable <laughs> no but uh the unborn uh, oh. with the the dog with the upside down so yeah it's okay. that but it's uh, so again right the whole film not inherently scary it's one scene again in there and it's where the old woman or man i can't remember but like does the whole spider crawl while trying to chase you know the the person in that scene it and was uh, the, it was the yeah, dog, the the dog with the upside down piece. <laughs> that well, that freaked you out yeah because i've had <laughs> dreams like that before where i'm like <laughs> but uh yeah those are my honorable mentions uh i love Horror also i didn't know i was traumatizing my sister at the time either nice or or mother was yeah. <laughs> or your grandmother was it was a family yeah, affair yeah. everybody was traumatizing everybody yeah mother on on on, on your maternal side and then uh, chino my sister on, on your paternal side scaring mm-hmm. all of y'all mm-hmm. i guess you know i would also have to say uh even now 
it's still really well done the uh paranormal activity uh paranormal oh, the, the paranormal ones were, yeah well uh, not not the rest of the fucking films but the very first one but maybe. the first one and the whole bed dragging scene it was something revolutionary that we, yeah. it, it really was revolutionary for the time it's something that i had never seen before outside of uh like a, a a traditional film where it's like you know the, here's the plot uh you know here's the monster it's gonna drag you out of the bed this was like this found footage and then you saw something that you would tend to see like in a in a in a film uh and then you're seeing it in found footage and you're just like yeah, they what took the, the fuck is yeah, going on I, I agree with you they took sorry this is gonna make jen mad uh <laughs> they took the not so great Blair Witch aspect of found footage, and they uh, inserted suburban living. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a certain aspect where people can go. Well, I'd never go into the goddamn woods. This is crazy. Like you're seeing all this, but <laughs> in those movies, you're in your house sleeping. Yeah, you know, like yeah. doing your everyday routine, and this is going on sometimes to not the knowledge of your your own. Yeah, and, and you know, I I'm I'm gonna argue this point with my sister because I know my sister has her feelings about this film because she was a champion of it, and then it just fucking. Or no, <laughs> I felt like or so. I don't rem- I don't know if you remember, but you had to vote to get it vote yeah. in your city. And I think I even made multiple emails so I could make multiple <laughs> votes to get it here. And then the most effort. And then when I went to see it, I went to see it by myself, and I was so let down. Well, What's that? So Blair Witch? No, um, Paranormal um, Activity. Yeah. Activity, the very first one. So you know, I, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna argue this point. Uh, I I I, I want to say watch Jack Baggins. Shaggy bags. Yeah. Look, I, oh, so, there's a ghost over here, bro. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> look, he, here here's one of my arguing points, right? If a, a creator can filmmaker, creator, whatever you want to call it, right? Like anybody who's making something, if they can make standing at the side of a bed, rocking back and forward, just watching somebody look creepy. I, I gotta say, like, it, it, it's worth a rewatch to try to look at this from more of a like a realistic action. Yeah, like this is this is different. They're taking a different approach to this. Don't just look at it as it is as like you were supposed to be fucking terrified. Like this is it, it, so that's the way I look at it. Is like, wow, man, you know, because even though they fast forwarded through the part and you see the person like rocking back and forward, thinking about it from you know the, from a realistic perspective is like, ain't nobody got time to do that. Yeah, like, <laughs> dude, this guy's <laughs> clearly possessed her out of his mind. Um, I would be asleep. <laughs> I do want to throw out there though. So you know how there's always knockoff horror movies that come after like oh, things. Yeah. So there was a another movie called Paranormal Entity that I thought was actually pretty. Oh yeah, absolutely. Too, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. i i will absolutely yeah agree with i that. think that was way better than paranormal activity but of course paranormal activity had to happen so the paranormal entity could happen so yeah yeah so show some paranormal respect titty is that what you said is that what i said <laughs> yeah paranormal, paranormal titty. titties I, wow i'm on yeah. board <laughs> where do you put the dollar uh you don't know no they they uh they require silver 
Anyway, okay. Pasties. They need pasties. You How- always take this in a different direction, <laughs> Jennifer. Know. Jeez. She you gets know, mad at us. You know gets the boys, <laughs> riled, the boys riled up oh and you God. just... Yeah, are you playing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paranormal titties, boys. Who? Today's real enunciation. Why are you like this? No, you know what? Why are you like this? That would be absolutely fucking terrifying. Like if you had some night... You know what? I'm not a I'm not a big boob guy. I'm gonna put that out there. I'm not right, a big I boob like guy. Right? This is going. So right, like you get these nice perky C cups, and then you go in to fucking grab them and like, <laughs> ah, so he, no. You do the whole Nicolas Cage beast, <laughs> yo. <laughs> like that would be fucking scary to me. Like you can't grab titties. That's like, an no. urban tale. That's like the El Camaroncito <laughs> Devil. <laughs> I was there with her, and then the titties just disappeared. <laughs> 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 you broke him. <laughs> no, because I'm fucking thinking about I'm gonna get you, sucker, and these nice oh. voluptuous titties. I've never seen him. I think that's a movie, right? Yes. Yeah, oh my a movie. god. <laughs> I'm gonna make a list. Guess what she you're getting? Never, she'll for never. Christmas. I make lists, and no. I watch gonna... the same terrible movies and all the oh time. Oh my god! I've watched. I'm like, gonna buy you a VCR. We have a VCR. A DVD player. We also have one. Yeah, and I'm gonna buy you all these movies, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to write a report. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only way. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you watched them. <laughs> that would be the only way. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Jesus Christ. Anyways. But yeah, that's it for my segment. You know, paranormal hey. titties. <sighs> all right. You said it, Mia. I can't even like edit it out because then they're like, why are they talking about paranormal titties? <laughs> well, they know. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Jesse. Get a tornado. All right. <laughs> a tornado sound. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm actually gonna get up and get myself another bath. Okay. Oh shit! How are you? I was gonna go take a leak, but how are we gonna follow oh, this airtime? Let's, let's take a Just let's take pause. a little yeah, yeah. Let's take a little. All right. I guess we're getting to my. Part of the deal, and I'm gonna go a little reverse on this. I'm gonna do honorable mentions first, and then I'm gonna work my way up to the movie. So, <laughs> um, I am gonna start off with a very not known film that I think was like almost on the verge of like a Skinamax film. Yeah, <laughs> called The Granny. Oh shit! It was a 1995. Uh, so it was, uh, of course, a uh, patriarch. The grandmother was the one that held everything together. She had the money. She had some kind of a cult thing going on. And, uh, you know, everybody wanted Granny, you know, to die because of the money and, you know, the properties and whatnot. You know, yuppies, all that kind of stuff is thrown in there. And, um, you know, she dies and she comes back, you know, demonically possessed you know <laughs> teaching everybody a lesson there's almost a night of the living is it night of the living dead or return of the living dead the, the neck extended uh, <laughs> thing that was in that movie also and this is a, a, a cover title of it just to let you guys know <laughs> a granny a lot of titties you know 19 1990s type Ooh. style big old yeah. tickle bitties in there but very traumatic. <laughs> uh, then uh, my second honorable mention, of course, is 1988's Night of the Demons. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Just because wow. um, at the time I was a really mischievous teenager and I would be in these kind of parties where, you know, things were 
everybody wanted to fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. Is that the yeah. one that I liked? Night of the Demons yeah. with Angela. Yeah, the one that dances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay, you know, then and, and we would go into abandoned houses, uh, you know, cemeteries, and we would, you know, try to be as mischievous as possible. And uh, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh crap!" I was like, "We literally do this all the time. Like, <laughs> eventually, this is gonna happen." Like, I was like, "Oh crap." I was like, God damn, goth girl is going to be the end of me. Well, yeah. see, and you know, and that and that's why I actually forgot this honorable mention, but that that is why that whole segment of that dot record scared the fuck out of me with that whole succubus is because, you know, uh, unknown to the listeners, when I was younger, I was actually a better looking guy <laughs> and uh, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but you know, I've, I've had my ventures with the ladies and stuff and to, to, to think that, you know, like one of them was going to be like a succubus or this, this, this predator that was going to feed on me was like, it was actually kind of scary to me. And uh, if you watch that, that portion, I, I think you'd agree that it's very creepy because this dude is hitting on this chick and she's just like, I like you. I like you. And they take her back to the room and she ends up being this fucking ravenous beast that fucking rips a dude's balls off and all kinds of... Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, uh, and uh, going on that, jumping off, um, I am uh, doing my last honorable mention, which is a twofer, but it's from the same series. Uh, the first one, well, it's from Tales from the Crypt. Okay. And it's the ventriloquist's dummy with Bobcat. <gasps> yes, that, that is shit such a classic. Sounds familiar. Threw me for a fucking loop because his twin was his fucking hand and yes. it was the dummy. So that shit blew my wig back when I was watching it. Like, <laughs> at like one in the like, morning and like on HBO and I was like, what the f and Like you, my sister sighing blew your wig back? Yeah, I was Holy just like, shit. this is the fucking i was like this is gross <laughs> and then he's like i was like holy like it really threw me back and then the second part was uh tales from the crypt uh demon night with the uh, billy yes Zane. so at oh, the time God. i was already really into the occult so like that was like holy shit you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, i'm sorry i'm gonna go to no, 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 go on a side tangent I uh you, you, okay so you know what I'm very com I'm comfortable with my sexuality to where I can say like hey man you know what that dude looks good right like he looks good in a fucking suit he looks good in boots I can never rock bikini. it yeah yeah right like I can never do that, those things he looks good fucking Billy Zane's eyebrows god damn it I wish I had his fucking eyebrows <laughs> I wish you had Jesus one or Christ. two eyebrows yeah I know I do too that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah he, he, he did fantastic in that movie yeah really like did, fucking uh, Billy Zane was classically good looking yeah like the Phantom the oh, Phantom god, yeah, yeah. I love the and Phantom and he had the, the voice to it you know yeah he really played the yeah, part of Jesus it. Christ was he the mummy guy no, that's Brendan Fraser. Yeah. No, he was no. no. Or was he Titanic? He was yeah, Titanic. he was Titanic. I have a child. What? I have a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. He could play an <laughs> awesome good guy, but a very amazing yes. bad guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, I remember that whole fucking dancing scene in De Demon Knights that I just thought yeah. was so great. It was so good. And then his dick comes out and he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it happens. You know what happens? Did it talk? You're, yeah, you're whining and dining. Uh, what is it? Jada Pink Pinkett Smith, right? Yep, Jada yeah. Pinkett Smith, the young Jada. Like glory Smith. hole or something. Yeah, just whining and dining her and then, no, whoa, he, sorry, he has a, get he back has in a there. fire dick, man. Yeah, it's, it's like a, awesome. It's a meta, <laughs> like ectoplasmic dick. Yeah. That's how it goes. Um, he also came out in uh, uh, Back to Future. Yeah, he was yeah, one, one of the, 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 the henchmen. One of the bullies. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so and critters, critters my, too. Yes, yeah. my sister is taking a deep breath, like from uh, from Big Trouble in Little China. She's just. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, that was from a Uncle Hustle. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> uh, jumping from Billy Zane, I'm gonna go to my uh, main one. So it is not a U.S. release; it is a Mexico release that really fucked me up. I think it was not 18, no 1988, 1980, no 1984, it was called Vacaciones de Terror with uh, Pedro Hernandez. He was the uh, like a really big heartthrob at the time. He did a couple of uh, you know TV spots, novelas, uh, and I believe he had done like uh, if any Spanish listeners are out there, he had done La Niña with the Mochila Azul. So he was like riding high, and then he did this very terrible scary b movie thing where he was like the what the main character and he nailed it because like i was like dude this is this is me being a, an asshole <laughs> in mexico <laughs> and uh so the premise goes is that they're going on a vacation it's kind of like a uh your thing where it's like a it's like a, a trilogy almost yeah yeah so there's like a different <clears throat> things but he's in all three of them right right uh, Same thing. and they go out to this cabin and they encounter this haunted doll and shit just goes very awry and this is a a movie poster of it and the is doll it a blow up doll oh no it's not okay oh shit and right. uh that's the doll him and everything and then let me show you the actual doll so whenever something creepy's happening the doll doesn't move it just shifts its eyes to kind of like show that it's the one doing it then this is the is it like the jesus pictures that <laughs> follows you oh Ooh, wow. what the fuck kind of hate that so yeah and uh you know takes possession of like a couple of things moves things around actual demons are brought into it, it it's just it was really fucking traumatic for me because at the time <laughs> i hadn't seen chucky hadn't popped out yet um <laughs> You know, uh, Annabelle was like not even in the radar. It's like yeah, yeah, many yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. This was the original. Like, you know, they try to get rid of it a couple of times, and it would just like come back and would have that suspense foam done. And like they were all like they didn't they didn't French it up. They were like Mexicans going like what the f-? like no hell no throw that in the <laughs> and they, there's one point where he's like no nah, hell no and at the beginning of the movie they're like nah that nah, I don't like that he grabs it and throws it in a well. Because he, like, that's the first thing any of us would do. Like, nah, yeah. uh-uh, uh-uh. Burn it. Yeah, yeah like, no. little. And he throws it in a well, seals the well back up, and goes, no, we ain't dealing with that. And it comes back. And the the one of the little girls that's there, that's like a family member, is like carrying it. And he's like, what the f- Threw that motherfucker. And he's like, no, she likes to leave her alone. And he's like, well, how the hell do you get it out of... You know what? I'm preoccupied with getting some poon. Forget that. <laughs> and you know, that's how it goes in the movies. You're like, ah, oh, you know what? It is suspicious, but not as suspicious as this yeah. one. <laughs> and, you know, that's how it. That's how it went. Like you know, like I'm gonna overlook it because uh, that little girl's sister is way hot, and I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, the ghost titties. Yeah, ghost titties. you know, like. Yeah, <gasps> that's your new sticker. 
<laughs> Paranormal titties. No, you know oh, what yeah, somebody mentioned, uh, or Crystal what, from one of our old listeners, uh, she that sent in a story. She was like, "If you do a wrong bitch sticker, I'll buy it." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's the anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard it. Um, you know, I, I do want to say, uh, you speaking about like an actor who traditionally didn't do stuff like that. I love actors like that. Like Brad Pitt is one is like our 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 actor like that, right? Like he's known for doing really good roles, but then he'll fucking take on a weird role yeah, like fucking yeah, yeah. Deadpool or something, you know? Yeah. And uh DiCaprio does that too, by the DiCaprio way. DiCaprio does do that. But one of my honorable mentions, like on that side, is uh Taranobu Asano. He did fucking Ichi the Killer. Yeah. He was Oh shit. I love uh, that. Yeah, he he played uh the slit mouth. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. remember. But like he was he stole he the was, show. Yeah, he fucking stole the show. And he was known for doing like serious roles. Like he was the Brad Pitt of uh I can't remember like exactly. Yeah, well, that was essentially his Fight Club. Yeah, and and yeah, he did that, and it was just like, fuck, dude, you're so great, you're fucking awesome. But anyways, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Uh, that was it. Traumatized me, doll movie. Uh, I had an experience with uh, a doll, so it <laughs> inflatable doll. It kind of, you know, it 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 hit. So I was like uh, very young when that happened with me. So later on. As I got older, that movie hit. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, this is like a real thing. Like, this is like a thing that happens to people. And I could see it in the movie. Like, oh, it's a lore. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm fucked up. <laughs> 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 uh, but talking about uh, mentions-wise, uh, as far as uh, acting was that they don't do roles that um, kind of freak you out. Um What's his name? Uh, uh, Roddy Piper and They Live. You know, I was oh, like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was a really good. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Mention, you know, yeah. It, it wasn't traumatizing, but it was enough of a kind of like an eye opener. Dude, I mean, I, well, I guess I don't. I can't really like speak on it because I really don't fully know his career at that point. But like fucking thinking about like on Michael Ironside with with scanners, like oh, fuck, yeah. oh, man, scanners was really God. good. Yeah, damn, man. Did fuck you know yeah. that head exploding part was an actual shotgun? It was a shotgun yeah. to yeah. uh to well like a gelatin type head and yeah. stuff, and yeah. they actually did that. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's Cronenberg, uh, bro. Yeah, Cronenberg. Uh, oh, the fly. Yeah. Up to this day, Jen cannot watch the fly. It's I disgusting. love the fly. Oh yeah. Oh. oh my God. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, and Gina Davis. Yes. It's that disgusting. Cool. Brendel Fly. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. It, it really is. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I rarely get grossed out by, like, she like, can't even you begin get to watch grossed it. Out. No, she, but like from horror movies, day. but that is super gross. I could really? So, okay, so let me ask. She right? can't even sit through it. And so, uh, so let me ask, right? Like, can you sit through the thing, right? Like the no, whole. No, she cannot. No? Well, I fall asleep, Jeez. so I don't even so, know. So, did, <laughs> I love the thing. The I thing love the like, thing also. Uh, and I was going to say that, like, you know, uh, we're we're in we're in spooky season right and and traditionally well not traditionally i I think this is maybe like a six-year uh thing where people have started to do like the 31 days of horror where they watch one horror movie every day of october but truly check out the thing because the thing is it really is fucking awesome. Didn't, uh, didn't you upload something with Amityville Horror and there was like guns involved? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, that's that's what I need. Okay, so so <laughs> I mean, 
But the, the premise of the thing is just so perfect. It's, it's very subtle. Well, no, it's, it, it's it's a perfect oh, premise because uh, you got all these. There's no there's no women involved. Just let's start that off. Yeah. So it's all men. Yeah, and it's, it preys on that. And yeah. they're all men. They're not like kind of manly men. They're all men. Machismo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're all like roughnecks. They're roughing it out. They're out in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing to be really afraid of. And then they encounter the site, which yeah. they don't know anything about. Uh, these guys start acting weird. Then, you know, the dog yeah. thing happens. Some of them maintain their composure. And then you realize... My friend could be one. Uh, or help is isn't, this the one in Antarctica? Yeah. yeah. Oh, help, okay. help isn't just going to come overnight. Like, it's going to take a while <laughs> for someone to get here. Uh, so, yeah... So I I want to dive into a few of my honorable mentions for your 31 days of horror. Life. I got to throw life out there. Life is so fucking good. That's the one with uh, Eddie Murphy and no, what? Oh, no, no, not that. No, no. Oh, wait, you oh, said wait. You said Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was supposed to be Candyman. He was really? Yes, sorry. Okay. Wow. I forgot that was a fun fact. I did not Dude, know that. That would have been that amazing. Is, no. Yeah, that would have been a, a different Well, <laughs> no, no, so look, check it out. I'm not going to knock on it, right? Because uh truth be told, Shrek was originally supposed to be one of my heroes. He was oh, supposed yeah. to be Chris, Chris Farley. Yeah. And that would have been a whole different film. Yeah, I mean, have. it really would have gone with the tone. It was actually like 95% done well, yeah, and then he yeah. passed away. And yeah. it, it would have gone with the tone of the film because it, the the tone of the film was you know, like somebody who a was ugly, Batman, supposed to yeah. be, you know, uh, a beautiful and stuff. And and God, that one and scene he didn't, where he didn't have the so accent sad. that uh, yeah. Shrek has. The accent right. wasn't it. But life, uh, no, it's with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's with the guy who played Scorpion in the new uh, Mortal Kombat. I don't uh, think I've seen Ryan that. Reynolds. They discover a new life form out in space. I and actually like, saw that one. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. I love life. Uh, another one that I would actually like to say is don't watch uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Monsters. Monsters. It was oh my God. fucking terrible. It wasn't <laughs> terrible. So okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not, I'm not defending it. But what I'm saying is that he, <laughs> I'm not defending it, but I'm defending it. No, <laughs> Look, so, Je- Jesse's glasses. Jesse went up. loves Rob Zombie. By oh yeah, the way. I know, I it's, know. I love. I understand what he was trying to do. But he, he can't do it. Like, it's impossible. So he tried <laughs> to stick to the format of, like, the monsters yeah, with nah. the, the, <laughs> the, the, the campy, zany stuff. And then he tried to add uh, Rob Zombie into it. But yeah, the, the punk rock aspect of him. Because he, he's not metal or anything. He, he's essentially just... So let me say this. The world he created was fucking amazing. It was beautiful. It was like this gothic, you know, architecture with like neon lights. I was like, fuck, I'd love to live in this world. But then like, you know, his well, the, story actually came into play and I was like, yeah. No, well, it's the is- dialogue. So his dialogue is very specific to him and uh, what you would take like. So a lot of the jokes were like, if you've seen Green Acres, it's in that aspect uh green acres uh gilligan's island um freaking uh i dream a genie all it had all that thrown in it but it was in 20 
22. <laughs> so the, the, the runaway was Richard Brake. Like everything he does, he commits to. Richard Brake is becoming Wait, what like, was, what what character did he play in He there? he played the 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 mad scientist and um, he also played Yeah, he the, was the, the guy that created the Herman. Nosferatu character. Yeah. Like, you know, he he was the main character in 31. Like Richard but, Brake is just so great. Well, he was also he, in Game of Thrones. Well, was he really? He was the, the white, Night King. Yeah, the Night King. There you go. Really? Or, well, first, wow. at first. Yeah. Then they recast. Aw, oh, um, So I saw it. I started with it. I saw the effects. And I was all like, man, this would have been a really good movie if it was like the 1980s or like the 19 Ooh. early 1990s. This would have blown <laughs> people's minds away. And I was like, fuck, but it's 2022. Like, this is going <laughs> to. Well, that's the thing. Like, all the jokes are re- recycled. You know, they're old well, no, tropes well, and stuff. It's just Green like. Green Acres, I Dream of Genie, Dick Van Dyke, um, uh, the Adams family. All the jokes are all recycled all the time. But. Wait a minute. I, I got to I gotta argue that point. Because but, Wednesday, right? Wednesday is a whole different take on the whole yes, yes, old yes. school Adams family, and I'm very excited to watch yeah, because it because it's a new take. But he's literally taking the format of it and putting it in here. So the fact is, is that so back then everything was syndicated. So if you wanted to see Green Acres, uh, Chips, anything, you'd have to wait for that day of that week to see it. And when you would see it, it would it only be yeah. yes, and you would get a rerun maybe on the weekends. If you were lucky, but not really. So once the the season would end, you'd get reruns, but you would cling on to it. And those jokes were fucking hilarious. You would have to wait for him. So he essentially tried to cram that format into 2022, which you can fast forward. There's no credits. There's no commercials. And the things. So when Herman would deliver a punchline, he would be like, "Ah," and it would cut to commercials. And you'd be like, well, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, did he fall through the fucking thing? And the commercial would come back and he'd be coming out of the hole like, oh, shit, oh, I fell. And you're like, oh, he fell. Fucking dumbass. It, it, I don't know. Do you remember? Do you watch a lot? No, of yeah, I, 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 so I watch a, because the, my grandparents commercials, would watch the Commercials monsters. played a big part into the pause, the, into the yeah. pause of like wanting to figure out what it was. And then the love story, the little birds happening, and then it would cut. And then you would come back and they would be like holding hands or like by that time the kid already sat on the pie and his fucking pants were soiled and you were like, ah, oh my God. I don't know. I think, I think zombie needs to stick to really trying to bring back that his nostalgia. He's really trying to bring so, it back. Okay. So even if he was, I would say that like he has to take a more refined approach to it. But well, like it doesn't help he, that he has to cast his fucking wife and everything. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like she was hot in House of a Thousand Corpses and shit. Like, get over it, dude. Anyway, but uh, so I, I would say, I would that. say that, uh, like, his time is almost up as being the uh, the uh, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot his fucking name. The shock jockey of radio, uh, Howard Stern. Howard Stern. He was like the Howard Stern of film, right? Like he was doing something very different with the House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, and all that. But, like, his time is kind of up with that because, I mean, we've had Saul's. We've had Hostels. We've already had stuff that's kind of already been taboo. I I wouldn't say, if anything, I wouldn't even call him the Howard Stern because he never really fucking... I know his recipe. He was, if anything, he was the Wolfman Jack of fucking horror movies where he would take 
uh, B cuts of other movies and uh, really good cuts of like so the soundtrack for me is way more powerful than his work so uh, Buck Owens uh, all the stuff that he would put into the movies I was just like oh it's so awesome and I was like hey it's okay like his makeup is subpar you know his bloody gory shit is okay but you know hearsay he's okay I'm not he's not the best he's a acquired taste (laughs) Halloween for him Halloween already sorry I might I'm rambling here but Michael Myers in his own is fucking shit I never liked him I never liked that franchise it's just fucking terrible William Shatner mask <laughs> fucking painted white yeah. running after me I'm sorry it never terrified me we're getting old man corner old man Jesse corner yeah, it was never a thing for me so like the fact that he tackled it more of a Jason Voorhees guy and he was still t- Jason Voorhees was still terrible you know so you know what I, I like I like zombie when he's not trying to tell a story to tell a story i like zombie when he's trying to tell a story to make the audience feel a certain way i like zombie in peewee's fucking playhouse (laughs) i think that's when he did his best fucking work so so like house of a thousand corpses for example right his his intention wasn't to like scare people but that his intent was it's not what he originally created like at all like it's not even like well, so I mean, his 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 ideal uh, for the audience, like their feeling, was like, "Hey, man, you know what? I I'm not here to scare the audience. I want them to leave the theater feeling like they need to take a fucking shower. I Six, want them to feel disgusting. Sixty percent feel... of his film, I know, never like got that. never got released. Sixty <laughs> uh, uh, percent of the original House of a Thousand Corpses is still owned by uh, Universal. Yeah, they they kept all that. They kept sixty percent of it. So he had to refilm everything. It's just like this. Sixty percent of this is going to be edited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they, they don't know. Like he, he probably did a very terrible or very good job, and that's why they axed it to yeah. begin with. And then someone was like, "Well, we'll take it over since you know." Like we've only felt sixty percent of my sister's lung capacity when she yeah. sighs, <laughs> and we've gotten like ten percent of wrong bitch. <laughs> I haven't heard that today either. Shit. Ah, she she had enough of it this I had enough of it this weekend. Yeah. Um, oh, the chicken and pickle. Yeah, the chicken yeah, and pickle chicken incident. And pickle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean chicken and pickle? I didn't go with you. Bitch. <laughs> that was exactly how it went, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so a question I'll ask all three of y'all. Um I don't know if y'all will have the same answer, but Best uh, horror movie uh, theme music. What, what do you? Ooh. Okay. 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 I gotta think about this one. I gotta think about. What? This one. It should be a the, theme music. Yeah, like of any, it could be a TV show, a movie, just horror music. The horror, like. I'm that's... just American Horror Story. Um, the Lady Gaga season. Uh, the first episode, the opening God. episode. Damn, man! If I ever met her, I wait, wish wait, wait, she no, didn't have paranormal what is the, yeah, paranormal the opening, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the opening episode uh, with the Lady Gaga season. Let me look it up. Uh, okay, so so I'm gonna put mine out there, right? I'm gonna put mine out there, and uh, I I want to argue it because I'm gonna say this is definitively the horror soundtrack. Or of, music theme, um, or let's just jingle, yeah, the, whatever the, the, the fuck. Well, you yeah, the, the the definitive 
horror uh i think you're talking oh my god what the hell was that i don't know i think you're talking about the queen of you yeah i think you (laughs) farted into the the oh my god (laughs) i think you're talking about the queen of the damned soundtrack no 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 no, no, we're just talking about so i will say mine it's between two two and just two that will always bring terror to people it is number one the fucking uh unsolved mysteries oh the music and okay. then Twilight okay. Zone. Okay, so look, mm. this one is mine. All right, I'm gonna say this oh. is oh, okay. definitively like even over Michael Myers soundtrack. Oh, Michael Myers, this shit, is I don't definitively know. the horror. Everybody recognizes this song. Everybody knows what this fucking means. Even if they're in the ocean right now and they know it's a fucking movie and it plays over fucking speakers, they're going to look out to the open ocean and be like, fuck, I don't know. See, I think this is the definitive horror. I would say no, because it's been used comedy purpose, like the fat guy running to the buffet. (laughs) It's been used for like comedy purposes, so I feel it's been cheapened. But the Twilight Zone one and the Unsolved Mysteries one, it doesn't matter what it is. It, if it's two in the morning and it comes on, you're like, wow. So there's one that you guys don't know. Uh, and uh, it was here in San Antonio. You know how we were talking about mo- B-movies. And uh, so here in San Antonio on Friday nights, like after the news and after MASH, there was a, there was a thing here called Project Terror, and see it, that's why I love every single familiar. city had their own. So I had one that I would they would come on for uh, Laredo, but I didn't want to base it as like everybody knows it, because it has to be something that like yeah everybody's and, heard it. And so when I would hear this, let me see if I can find it. Come on, you bastard! This was it. And that's all it was. Hmm. Okay, so but but we're speaking about like in general, yeah, overall yeah, outer limits would but be you like. See, that would freak us out. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay so, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, uh, so you're, you're speaking. And, uh, like generational, right? I, yeah, okay. I misunderstood. The, the only other thing would be outer <laughs> outer limits theme. Yeah. I guess would also be other. Yeah. And the last one that I would be an honorable mention for me would be the X Files theme. Oh. Mm. Mm. oh, I don't know if that would induce fear. I think that would induce like, oh fuck, aliens. Well, just in general, it's it's spooky. Like it's like a very like okay, okay. like a, oh okay, I know something weird's gonna happen. Oh well, hmm. the song I was talking about. Song. Um, <laughs> What's She's all American <laughs> Horror Story. Again. Wait, I want to hear it. Play it for us, please. What's, I can't, I what can't season? Play it. What why, season? Why is can't that? you play it? Um, it's uh, American Horror Story Hotel, and um, it's uh, she wants revenge, and the song is "Tear You Apart," and that is played please, in the some, first episode. Someone, someone, bring this up. No, I, we, I need to hear what she thinks is the. We, it's not spooky, but I'm just saying it's iconic even to that if, season. Even if we we're not allowed to play it, I just want to hear it. Okay. I wanna... Well, Eric can play it, but we're not going to leave it in. No, Why we can leave it in, in? because we're going to critique it. You know, well, this is know. fair use. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, this oh, is fair okay. use. Okay, okay, okay. Let me hear the spooky music beep, that beep, beep. that'll scare the socks off of me if it comes on. I'm not on. saying it's scary. I'm or just saying it's iconically scary. Yeah, to this season, yes. 
God damn, fucking Lady Gaga got it going on though. <laughs> so uh, am I supposed to be jingle terrorized now? Jingle all, jingle, oh. <laughs> jingle all the way. <laughs> At this point, am I am I being scared? No, now? I'm saying I told you it's not a scary song. I'm just saying it's iconic to this season. Like this was like one of the opening songs to this season. And it was iconic because because like this song jumped up in the charts. Like as soon as people heard it, like they it, basically what what happened with Stranger Things with um, running up that hill. That's basically what happened to this song. Like not on that level. So she already had made this song. Yes, this was an existing song already. And they put it on there and people were like, this is... <laughs> this is it. This is spooky. Yeah. You know, I would have to argue Stranger Things' Don opening credits has become... Uh, like, has jumped up at least in the top ten. I don't even right? remember what like, the opening credits sound like. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like the... Yeah, yeah. It has a very iconic, like, 80s... Oh no, I'm talking about the cr- opening Ooh. scene, not this song. No, no, I know you're talking. We're talking about the opening so scene. So I, but he I came, would say came. this is has, has become another one of those iconic, you know, sound. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Or no, like let let me tell you. So tear you apart has seventy nine million. No, what? Is, yeah, seventy nine million two hundred and ninety thousand plays, and then their next highest played is eight million. So that's like a huge jump. So I'm just saying that that song became iconic because of that. Yeah, well, you know, it's in the 20-something. When Jennifer was a little, she used to say she was the, the, the Crypt Keeper. This one, too. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I completely forgot about the Crypt Keeper intro. Yes. That, oh, that yeah. Is, that yeah. Is a, yeah. That is a good one. Okay, well, I think we've, like, rambled for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're not going to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Crypt Keeper, yeah. I come, I For sure. No, that. but but I, I, I do got to say, in the last 20 years, I would think, like, in addition to the, the, the horror soundtracks, the Stranger Things intro has become iconic. Like, regardless of what you think of the series, like, individual episodes, uh, individual That's seasons. It's a good series. It's a good series. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing series, yeah, actually. But the sound, I, it embodies so much. It embodies like the 80s. It embodies that cheesy mysticism of like the unknown and the horror and the well, scares. I, I love the sound. I think this it's not intro. 80s. I think it's like late 70s where they would do the. the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kind of like the Twilight Zone where they just yeah. kind of put it like on loop. And it's this kind of whimsy kind of, you know, sound. But. Maximum Overdrive. Oh, Stephen yeah. King, that has a great soundtrack. I know we're not talking about soundtracks, but Jennifer started talking about songs. So <laughs> Yeah, I know Jen ruined the AC, AC, uh, fucking Lady Gaga. I yeah. misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> yeah. If we were talking about paranormal titties, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think we should wrap this up now. And you know what? I think we should uh, use this episode as a type of... Uh, like a preview type of uh, what we could do for a Patreon episode because clearly we've gone off the rails. Um, there was, ma'am, there was never a clear track. <laughs> it was a, it was a free for all <laughs> to yeah. begin with. But yeah, I think uh, we could do this type of thing, like reviews for Patreon. But anywho's, um, I think yeah, we send can us, send us in what you think is cool, and then we'll just shit on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just shit on it completely. Yeah, like for my you. sister. Yeah. You know, yeah. Did you fucking. What are you talking about? Just shit. <laughs> what the hell? 
shit on it. What did what did I shit on? I, what are you talking about? About your you said it. Now she's like, what did you say? Yeah, about your whole con- your condescension on Jesse's obsession with Rob Zombie. Like, oh yeah, he loves Rob Zombie. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. I didn't realize I was being condescending. But anywho's, um, thank you for tuning so, in. Sorry, uh, I'm being Anyways, <laughs> but anywho's, thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's send in your story to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com. Okay, love you. Bye. Beat these Bye. motherfuckers. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Away. They know I lead them astray.